Hey y'all, it's City, and this is Tokyo Shit City. Um, so I just recorded my episode two, but I think everything kind of got deleted. So I'm gonna hurry up and kind of sum sum up everything up. Um, so in the recording that I just recorded, uh, that is having difficulties. Um, I pretty much talk about why I started the podcast. Um. I talk about me transitioning into an artist and um, a couple of other things. So I'll get into um, why I started the podcast. Um, so some people know, many don't. Um, a woman in the industry, it's uh, very difficult because we get looked at pretty much as meat. <laughs> um, we get looked at as fucking salmon for real. Um, so I was joined to uh, be a part of a podcast and I feel like I bombed it. I did great. Um, and pretty much because I didn't fuck the person that had the podcast, he didn't want to continue and work with me. I asked him, you know, what did I do wrong? What did I say wrong on the podcast? Is there anything that I can, you know, improve or anything? And he pretty much said no i'm just gonna go in a different direction and a lot of people know what that means some people don't when they say we're gonna go in a different direction that just means well pretty much it means no but pretty much well because you won't do this it's a no um you know and it's frustrating and then um after following following up the conversation um he was like you should just have your own podcast So, whether he was being sarcastic or not, I took the advice, and because of that rejection, I decided to do my own, Um, and I've been rejected for years. Um, Like I said, I've been been in the industry for 15 years, I've been modeling and managing for 15 years, A&Ring, and um, creative director work for the past five years, Um, but I feel like I've done... I've done that years ago, but I actually just got my, basically, credentials for it um, a couple, like, five years ago. Um, Because the very famous director, um, he pointed it out to me. He was like, you should be A&R. I'm like, why? He's like, because you do it already, and you're great at it. I'm like, what? So since then pretty much been doing extra work <laughs> um and it's great i actually love it i love all fields that i do honestly the one that i don't like so much is managing um because just it entails a little bit more work um and sometimes with that you know the artists could be a little bit um like a baby but I'm glad that my artist that I, I work with, he is the best. Like, he's fucking the dark skin drape. Cage 8500, check him out. Um, He's cool. It's like, he's one of my best friends. And he's, he's a very great person. And I love managing him because I ain't got to tell him much. You know, he already knows what he wants. He knows his sound. He knows where he's going. And that's what I really look for. You know, so that way my work isn't that difficult. You know, I just do my placements. Just send, you know, send them to people and stuff like that. And um, 
you know, soon enough we're gonna start doing shows and you know take a tour. So that's cool. Um, but other things managers do, you know, just go out their way for a lot of other things, and you know that's just a feel. I don't. Mm, I'm okay with taking a step back for a little bit. Um, not entirely, just for a little bit. Um, I love a and I love being a, a critique to people, well, to artists um, and to models as well. You know, I love helping, you know, build somebody up, um, basically to help perfect their own craft. Um, and it's actually fun. It's, you know, it comes off natural for me. And of course, modeling, you know, um, that's something I've always been passionate about. Um, now, me transitioning to an um, artist now, I've honestly always considered myself an artist. Um, as a young kid, I used to write. <laughs> I used to write poems and all of that. I used to sing in the shower. <laughs> you know, when um, Alicia Keys' album came out, that Diary album, yo, I played that shit back to back. My father was tired of that damn album because <laughs> I kept singing the damn song, especially Diary. That was one of my favorites, and you don't know my name. Um, but yeah, since a kid, even before modeling, that was, you know, all oh, this is something I wanted to do. I wanted to sing, I wanted to rap, you know, all of that. But then, you know, I don't know what took a toll, what changed. Um, I guess it was maybe stage fright. That was probably the killer for me. Um, I guess, like, performing. You know, singing, being on the mic in front of thousands and thousands of people like, damn, what if I choke? You know, like, so, you know, some things, it, you know, you have a fear about, but that's life. You have a fear with everything, you know, a new job, you know, when you get pregnant or guys, if you about to have a kid or you feel me, oh, damn, am I man enough or am I, you feel me? So it's a lot. Um, But it's cool, though. I love it. I love this whole transitioning to an artist because... Um, I'm older, so I'm wiser. I know more about the industry, you know, that I did back then. You know, even though it was a little bit easier. I mean, it's easier now, but it's more difficult. You know, not everybody could just join now. Like, if you're more lyrical and more this and more that, they don't want that. Now, if you're dumb and... We're not saying dumb because... Everybody takes everything wrong nowadays. So, um, I say if you're not really saying too much in your lyrics and it's just more so beat, that's what they want, you know. And well, not all labels want that, not all producers and everybody want that, but the majority of people do, you know. Not a lot of people like listening to the truth or like what's real. Everything is fantasized now, everything is, you know, a fucking fairy tale. You know, shit that when you were a kid, it was like, it was cool and great. Um, but it was real. Nowadays, everything is just fake and lies. Um, so, soon enough, you get to see, you get to hear my song. Because I'm going to drop it soon. I'm going to drop it um, before the year is over. You So, I'm excited about that. Be on the lookout. You <laughs> know? Um, and yeah, I'm going to be doing, um, probably like an episode or two every week. Um, definitely have, um, a male segment on there. 
So that way, you know, it's something for the guys and anybody that likes sports. Um, I am not a sports commentator, so I kind of checked out with sports um, when I found out that it was rigged and when they be doing a whole bunch of dumb crap. I mean, I still watch it, but I don't watch it as much. Um, especially when they call, you know, fake fouls and dumb shit. <laughs> I tune out, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's it for me. <laughs> Because um, there's no love, there's no passion in things anymore. People just doing things just to do it. And because it's a trend or, you know, everything that I do is a passion behind it. Everything that I do is, it's a love somewhere. Like this podcast, like I said, I didn't, this is not my field. But getting to people and talking to people, that's always been my thing. You know, I love talking to people. I love interacting with people and, you know, hearing everybody's side of the story and, talking it through you know that's what we have to do we gotta come together we gotta let it out don't hold it in and i'm great for that i've held numerous things in for years and that's never helped my situation any situation and this podcast is like a diary except me writing that's how i look at instagram instagram is like a a visual diary for me it's like this podcast is like a, a written diary for me, except it's auto. Um, so yeah, enough about that. Um, some of my podcasts, I'm gonna have like um, questions where people can, we well, like you guys, the listeners can, you know, tell me, you know, what you would like to hear, what you would like for me to talk about. Because, um, again, I talk about everything. And sometimes you just may miss something. You may need a whole episode of specifically whatever topic it is. Um, and I'm going to work more on that as well, um, sticking to one topic. But that's hard. Like I, I, like I said, I talk about everything. So when you start talking about something good and then, you know, you continue on a conversation, you know, it can turn into something else, you know. Um so yeah, and um, again, I'm gonna start doing my visuals soon, um, so it won't always be audio. Um, I do want everybody to see my face and who I am, and also definitely the people that I bring onto the show. Sometimes I know you guys heard a couple of different voices on the first episode. Uh, one of the episodes, RC, that's um, me and Reese. That's one of my best friends, more like my brother. Um, who else is on here? Um, on the marriage one, that's um, one of my friends, Michael. He's a dear friend of mine. Um, going through some issues, and you know, I definitely put it on there. Um, is the hairstylist intro? Um, again, I'm talking to my hairstylist, and I'm pretty much telling her, you know, about the podcast and. You know how it's going, what to do, you know, all that type of stuff. Um, the Dex vibes is pretty much, um, I don't know if you guys know Dex Miles Jr. He is um, an NBA player. Well, it was him and um, I believe Primetime Tez that were like kind of just flowing. And, you know, I just thought it was like a cool, peaceful type of vibe. Um, I just enjoyed the moment. Um, so I just added that on there. Um, 
I don't know what the Zeke interview is. That's odd. Um, Labor Day vibes. That's also me and Reese. We're talking probably for like 33 minutes just about a lot of shit. Um, about life and, um, you know, the world. Like, what's going on in today's world. We talk about aliens. We talk about mad shit. So, if you're not woke, you definitely going to be woke. By each episode you listen to, you a man listen. I'm, I I know a lot. <laughs> um, the self love episode. So I'm probably have that in each ep- um each episode. Um, I'm gonna be talking about you know like day to day stuff. Like you gotta tell yourself, you know you're beautiful, you're handsome. You know I'm strong. I'm a king. I'm I'm a queen. You, know, you gotta wake up every day telling yourself that. You know, or doing things to have that self-love, you know, whether if it's spending a couple of days, I mean, a couple of hours out of the day and spending like five hours for yourself, getting your nails done, running errands, guys, you know, chilling with your, your bros or just getting a pedicure, whatever you guys do, <laughs> you know, um, it's definitely important to have that self-love, um, talk your shit city, I don't know what that's about, I was probably talking hella shit on that one, um, and LT, LT is, um, Lamont Thomas, um, I wouldn't say he is a friend, but he is a, um, an associate that I came across um, recently, and he um, he's a great speaker. He has like you know a lot of intelligence. He knows a lot about the world and within yourself. He knows a lot. Um, he was actually the one that told me that I was the spirit of Zeus. Um, he knows like all the zodiacs. He's like I'm like four, eight, and one. I still don't really remember what the hell that means, but it means something, and it's like we're all aligned, and you know all that great stuff. So you know, again, I love talking to different people and getting picking at their brains, or even you know seeing what I can learn from them. You know, um, so yeah, that's just a couple of things from my first podcast. It's like again, it was supposed to be. Um, one episode individually but i just said fuck it and just downloaded everything um yeah so soon i'll be putting my music on here too i put other people's music on here we do i do interviews you know i talk my shit go around to random people getting their opinions and you know stuff like that so it's a pretty fun interesting um relatable show that anybody can listen to um if you are younger (laughs) um like kids teens i wouldn't advise unless you are 18 19 um but if you are any younger than that i don't think you should um listen to this i mean you can um but i do curse on here um you know, so I don't want to be disrespectful to anybody, you know, to the younger kids that may be listening. So, um, yeah, just be careful with some of the ones that you listen to. Because <laughs> um, I don't like um, kids uh, being in grown people's business. I'm 
even though I'm young, I'm still old school. Um, so yeah, um, a little bit about me. Um, I was born in New York, um, raised in, in Brooklyn and Long Island. Um, I went to middle school and high school in Jersey. I did a little college in Jersey. I went to Essex and Rutgers and Newark. And and then I went to Mega Evers after that. I played college ball, college volleyball, college cross country. Um, I moved to Maryland about uh, seven years ago. Um, I was in Atlanta two years ago. Um, then I came back to Maryland because my place was here. You know, some other issues I was having here with people. Um, so I had to kind of come back here. Um, but I do plan on moving back out. Um, wanting to go back to Atlanta. So that is the next move. Um, and the final move for a while. So it's just cool. I have three kids. Um, 30. But a lot of y'all know that already. <laughs> um, and I definitely want to um, say really quick, I definitely appreciate everybody that has been tuning in and listening um, to my podcast and supporting. It's been, it's been great. And to have that support and people, you know, look at you and support you it, it was really surprising because I don't get that too much and I'm just grateful so thank you for those that have been um in my corner and also haters too don't hold on now let's let's, let's get into that um let's not knock a hater let's not um you know discredit them because haters they definitely give you that boost and people don't realize it um hate is actually a motivation whenever you see a negative you're supposed to look at it as a positive and try to look at the upside to it and it took me a long time to really understand what that meant because i didn't do great with haters and bullies like I've been bullied uh, as a child until I was like 20 something sometimes I still get bullied but I don't let that shit bother me no more but as a kid it was hard dealing with but now as I got older now I have kids it's like you can't always look at um a negative um wrong you always have to find like a positive in everything just like in your darkest places there's always a light that's the same thing you know so um with haters i used to oh my gosh i used to like cry i was like damn why these people hate me so much why this and the third but then realize i'm like man these motherfuckers they just they want to be me you feel me or they i'm obviously doing something right you know 
obviously so once you realize that everything else is it starts to get better So, yeah. So that's why I say with like hate and stuff like that. Don't, don't let that shit get to you, cause um, cause obviously you're doing something right. And if you ain't have a hater, and you ain't doing shit, it's like nah, you definitely doing something. Just people don't realize. Um, and that's cool. Take a time to realize. You feel me? But just be the best version of you. Always. Always, always. So, and it is almost my time here on my episode. I'm about to wrap up my episode two in a bit. Um, I'll probably come back and um, record some more to add on. Um, but again, I want to thank everybody that's been joining. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, actually, you know what? There is one thing I want to talk about real quick. <laughs> so, um, so yesterday I had a conversation um, with my son's father's uncle or whatever and it was really interesting because I love talking to people that only knows one side of the story when I don't love it because it's it's a common ground to that um so the one part I like about telling my side of the story is that Whenever you say something, people's eyes get big and like, oh, damn, I didn't know that shit happened. Yeah, why? You feel me? So I like telling my side of the story so people can understand the full truth. And then once you hear the other side of the story, you'll be able to put two and two together. That's what makes it easier. Um, so I'm telling him certain things because he's asking me questions. And... um. I kind of got mad at myself because I kind of let that conversation get the best of me. But in in reality, you know, some things hurt. Um, um, in reality, uh, that situation, it affected me a lot, you know, and I guess just re- um, revisiting the situation and in front of my son's father, it was, it was a bit difficult. Um, and I didn't, I didn't realize that it was still bothering me that much or that it still affected me. Um, and it, and affect me in a way that it let it bother me. That's what I mean, because it ain't bothering me like that. Um, But I guess the fact that, um, you know, again, we never had a conversation about it. Um, Me and others had conversations about it, but this is the first time that I had a conversation about it in front of him. And 
it didn't really go anywhere. I was just, you know, talking to his uncle, but I kind of lashed out, like, towards the end. I said, fuck you and your questions. Because at that point, I'm like, um, I think there was something, I forgot what he had asked me, but it came to, when I was speaking, it came to me talking about me and my my youngest almost dying, you know, when I gave birth to him. Like, first of all, my my last pregnancy was one of the hardest pregnancies I've ever had to deal with. As a woman, I was stressed out. I wasn't eating. And if I was eating, I was like throwing up and shitting constantly. Everything that I ate, I didn't gain any weight or nothing like that until after until after I had David. And when, when, like the day before I had him, I, um, I went to the hospital because I was feeling really like out of place. Like I almost, I started feeling really bad cramps when I went to Wegmans. I was like, I went to like three different (laughs) shopping, uh, shopping, um, centers that day. I went to like Walmart, Target, um, Big Lots, (laughs) and then I went to Wegmans. You know, I was, like, getting myself prepared for, you know, when David comes, you know, getting everything for the house and, you know, making sure everything is nice and tidy and stuff like that before he came. So, yeah, I was just preparing myself. And when I went to, by the time I got to Wegmans, I was the last one. I was, like, cramping. I was hurting so bad. Um, So bad to, like, it continued on um, until the next day. Um, I wasn't getting any better. I didn't feel any better, so I just went to the hospital. I went to the hospital. I'm I damn near fainting. Came back and I came back to life, and um, I was asking for water. And the doc, the nurse was like, no, you can't drink water. I said, I'm about to pass out again. I said, I feel like I'm about to die. I kept seeing white spots. Like, I felt like I was about to, like, I was seeing the light, like, for real. And she was like, okay, hold on. So I'm like, no, nah, I got water right here in my canteen. Man, if I didn't have that water, yeah, your girl would have been gone, for real. And then, um... They pretty much kept coming into my... After I drank the water, I was good. And um, there was, like, two doctors that kept coming into my room. Uh, and they was, like, pretty much that I have to get a an emergency C-section. I said, what? They was like, yeah. They said, you, got, you tested positive for COVID. And they said, if we don't take this baby out right now, your lungs is going to collapse. And David is going to die. Well, he wasn't David at the time. But they say your baby is going to die in your womb. And I had to make a decision for both of our lives at that point And, you know, get the procedure done. So I had him. By the grace of God, he was, he was great, healthy. Um, and it's crazy because they told me I had so many complications with him while he was in my stomach, you know. So when I'm talking to his 
you know, my son's father's uncle about the situation. I didn't I didn't go into detail, you know, about certain things because, it, you know, it's none, nobody's business. But now since I'm doing my podcast, you know, the world's going to know. But that to me, like if I'm telling you something, especially something like that, and you laughing or just joking about certain things, like I get it. You're not serious about life or you going through something yourself. But that's no way to treat anybody's situation. You feel me? Like, I that's like me laughing at you. That you're dying or something. Or you, you feel me? Like, what? <laughs> like, so, I'm mad at myself that I let myself get upset. And I should have just used my words instead. But I just said, fuck you, and walked off. <laughs> and that was real big of me, too, because I normally don't even say fuck you and walk off. But at that point, I'm like, damn, let everybody play with me, so fuck it. But, um, but yeah, so that was, um, it was hard. And I guess that's why, like, that situation, and I still, it's, you know, it's scary as a woman you know, to go through so much, you know, having kids, having periods, having all this shit, you feel me? And I do it by myself. Many of y'all don't know, you know, I am a 30-year-old woman with three kids, you know, with like five careers. (laughs) You know, I have like a new freaking career every day that I didn't know that I had a skill. I have skills in almost every department and I didn't know until other people were like damn like you really good I'm like what's that it was like you already doing it like you feel me so in two of my careers I didn't even know I had it in me until somebody else pointed it out to me and said yo this is what you've been doing already I'm like yo that's crazy you know but um but yeah that's why whenever I post things on my Instagram you know I'm very uplifting and stuff like that you know you never know what somebody going through you know, and then mentally, you know, um, stress, you know, depression, you know, all that, all that shit is real. You know, um, I didn't really know about it until I had my first child. Until I had Kennedy. Kennedy's my first baby. She, um, she taught me a lot, you know, and then even after I had, I had, I didn't even know what the fuck was postpartum depression you feel me like that's what i'm saying yo females be going through mad shit and guys just need to be understanding and vice versa i'm not gonna sit here and always be attacking guys because girls do the same thing too you feel me but it's an equal thing it should be a hundred a hundred not 50 50 you know i feel like everybody should put in their best all the time You know, if you don't fuck with somebody, don't talk to them. Don't talk. Don't be around no nothing. You feel me? Like, (laughs) I don't know what's going on in today's world. It's like, I mean, it's always been like that, though. You know, people hang around other people that, um, you know, they don't like or trying to get information about or whatever it is. But it's just like, why even waste your time? Why waste your time and your energy? You know, those are my main three things that I live by is time, energy, and money. Um, And I said this to my close friends the other day. Um, 
on my Instagram. You know, uh, well, kids is not even, they're not included in that because I feel like that's automatic, you know. Um, so that's already, that's not even a topic. If you fuck with my kids, I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> you feel me? So, but um, yeah, time, energy, and money. That's the that's the main key. Don't waste nobody's time. You feel me? Be around positive energy. And get your money. And go about your business. You know? Um, I know I'm rambling. That's why, you know, I talk about a lot of stuff. So it's like when I start talking about one thing, I just... Get to talking about other things, you know. Um, so yeah, that's why I just so I had this second um, the second segment to finish up on what I was talking about in the first one. Um, but yeah, back to being a woman, it's hard. And then we have emotions, all this crap. Like, first of all, <laughs> we don't even. Well, I I can't speak for every woman, but for me, I want to deal with this shit like especially not all the time you feel me i don't want to be moody and not know why until a couple hours later or the next day like oh the bitch was just getting her period oh or this you know so i felt something in the air or this and a third you know i mean it's cool yes but all the time? No. I mean, I don't have emotions all the time. But now I'm talking in general. Like, as far as other females, like, this should be crazy. Like, it is so crazy. Um, Yeah, so I'm about to wrap up this episode in a bit. I might do another segment. Um, I'm not sure yet. This is a whole lot I want to talk about. <laughs> like, it is so much I want to talk about. Um, but, yeah, after this segment, I got another segment of sports that I want to drop later today. And, um, yeah, we're going to keep it going. Keep it going. I'm going to always say thank you to the supporters. Supporters, the positives and the negatives, the haters. You always got to thank the haters because without a hater, they're not a supporter. People don't look at it like that. <laughs> Your haters be supporting you. Even though they hate you or they dislike you, they still support you because they still watching you. They still following you. So thank you. Um, My family, I love y'all. No, I don't speak to y'all. I still love y'all. Um, all my friends. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> oh, man. And this is Talk Your Shit City Show. Oh, I am.